Let's all stand if you're not standing to give God a praise right now for His goodness. We know that you are a miracle worker. Amen, amen. Thank you, Mass Choir. How many enjoy this Mass Choir of our churches tonight that are attending? Thank you. Praise God. We're so glad to have all of our churches from around southeastern Ohio and eastern Ohio. I did see before church Pastor Dan Nelson. Wave your hand back there, Brother Nelson. So good to have Brother and Sister Nelson in their church. Amen. So glad they're here. We got our daughter work churches that are here tonight and our pastors. We honor you tonight. So thankful. Appreciate again Pastor Cottrell and Sister Cottrell and the First United Pentecostal Church from here in Zanesville at Clover Street. Aren't we glad to have them with us tonight? Praise God. Amen. The Lord wants the glory for what he's going to do here in the next few moments. God is already moving among us. I wouldn't be surprised if people have already been healed in this service tonight. How many have felt the presence of God already in the building? Amen. Our speaker tonight is no stranger to this congregation and neither is he a stranger to most of our congregations gathered here tonight. Bishop Jim Stark is the superintendent of the United Pentecostal Church here in the District of Ohio. But his ministry goes far beyond the limitations of the boundary of our state. Bishop Jim Stark has traveled nearly the world preaching crusades to, to thousands upon thousands and thousands of people he has preached to. And uh, he operates in the gift of faith. God uses men. The Bible says in Ephesians that God gives gifts unto men. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Tonight, Brother Stark has been sent by God as a gift from the Lord. Amen. Last night while I was praying, because our speaker, Brother Cunningham, which we still believe at some time in the future will be with us. But last night when he, he texted me and canceled and told me that he was unable to come, certainly was disappointed. As, as I'm sure most of us were when we initially heard that he wasn't going to be here. And uh, as soon as he texted and said he was unable to come, Brother Stark's name came to my mind. We went to pray, and my wife and I, and Jillian came downstairs, and she said, Daddy, she said, I've been praying for you that God would show you who the speaker's supposed to be. She said, but I just felt like God said he already told you who the speaker's supposed to be. She kissed me on the cheek and she said, good night, Dad. Well, I believe that God knew who the speaker's going to be and he's with us tonight. Would you welcome, welcome Bishop Jim Stark as he comes to preach to us tonight. Amen. We love you. We believe in you. Come on, let's give him a good Zanesville welcome. What a wonderful opportunity it is to be together in the house of the Lord and to feel the rich presence of Almighty God. There is great faith in this house tonight. And I believe that 
God has already determined to meet your need. And if you will open your heart and your spirit, God is going to show himself strong in this house in the next few minutes. I am honored to be here tonight, not only with the congregation of the Anchor Church and your pastor, but also for the daughter works of the Anchor Church here in Southeast Ohio. Brother Nelson, I drove past that building that is now your church when it was still an elementary school and I was just a boy. And your, the congregation was in Mount Pleasant. And now I know exactly where you are and I am thankful to the Lord that he has put an apostolic lighthouse on Route 250 between Caddis and Bridgeport and I am believing God for a great outpouring of the Holy Ghost in Belmont County. Mm. Uncle Wimp, it's gonna happen tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, it's going to happen. So take the lid off your faith and believe God for greater things than you have ever seen before. And I want to, uh, before I go further, I want to congratulate you on this wonderful, beautiful remodeling of this sanctuary. This looks great. This is the first time I've seen the platform since it's been finished. It was under construction the last time I was here. And you all have done a wonderful, wonderful job and I know that it takes a lot of people working together, giving together, believing together to make something like this happen. But Brother Bounds, as I was sitting over there, I felt in the Holy Ghost that the time is coming when the local congregation will fill this building just like all of these daughter works and other churches have come together tonight to fill this house. God is doing great things in the state of Ohio right now. Last night, yesterday afternoon rather, we had a team on doing visitation and they got into one home and before they left, two people had received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God filled four more this morning at Calvary. He filled two more in Marysville. Hallelujah. Lifeway Pentecostals in Dayton have had 29 people receive the Holy Ghost in the last month. Revival is not coming. Revival is here. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Did you get the report about the new daughter work in 
Middleport, the launch yesterday. A number of years ago, we lost a church in Middleport to a false doctrine. And yesterday, they launched a new daughter work from the church in Athens. There were 97 people at the launch service, and they baptized two of them in the name of Jesus Christ in the Ohio River at the conclusion of that service. Barry Blankenship, pastor in Athens, sent me a text this morning. He said, I just baptized number 19 uh, since Easter Sunday this morning in Athens. There is revival in southeastern Ohio. Hallelujah. Luke, the 24th chapter, verse number 45. If I may indulge for two more minutes to remind you that week after this, July 10, 11, and 12 is camp meeting at Buckeye Lake. Brother Jerry Jones will be preaching on Wednesday night. Brother Rashidi Collins will be preaching on Thursday night. Brother Charles Robinette will be preaching on Friday night, and Friday night is miracle night. If you know anyone, anywhere, who needs a miracle, be certain that they are at camp meeting on Friday night. God is going to show himself strong with signs, wonders, and miracles. And then two weeks from today, the 14th of July, I am believing the Lord that someone is going to receive the Holy Ghost in every United Pentecostal church in the state of Ohio. I am believing God that there will be a spiritual eruption take place all over this state. We are going to reach Ohio in Jesus' name. I'm not Jack Cunningham or I would have been awake when your pastor texted me last night about a quarter of 11. But whatever that sleep is that you go into and you're, it's really deep at first, I was there. And so this morning, I woke up and looked at my phone and I saw I'd missed a text from uh, Pastor Bounds. And I believe that I'm here tonight in the will of God. Appreciate Russ Underhill coming with me. He not only drives for me, he is my armor bearer. And he just assured me before I stepped up here, Russ is a seer. He sees things in the spirit. And he assured me that the angel of deliverance and the angel of harvest are both here tonight. And so whatever you need, God is going to meet your need. Luke 24, 45, then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. And he said unto them, thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise again from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations beginning in Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, 
I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Acts the first chapter, verse number eight. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. Lord Jesus, I thank you tonight for the privilege of standing here to declare the whole counsel of God to precious people whose hearts are hungry for another outpouring of your spirit and their faith has brought them here to declare your word and your will to people whose lives are perhaps damaged by sin and troubled by their current state and to declare to them there is hope in Jesus Christ now let your anointing come upon me to preach your word And let us receive your word with open hearts and open minds. Let the spirit of revelation walk the aisles of this house tonight. In Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. To those of you who have experienced the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I have full confidence that your personal experience will affirm everything that I say here in the next few minutes. The Apostle Paul said the Holy Ghost is Christ in you. To those of you who have not yet received this experience, this most marvelous gift ever given to mankind by God, please trust me when I say you really want to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There is nothing like the Holy Ghost. People everywhere are being filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. People of all ages, cultures, nationalities, ethnic backgrounds, social and financial groups, religious groups are receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. This wonderful gift from heaven was promised in the Old Testament and written up by men who could not fully comprehend the power and the glory of God's Holy Spirit and what it would do in people's lives. And yet they wrote with clarity, they wrote with precision about something that they could not understand and that they could not personally possess. All of Jesus' earthly ministry was focused on the church which would be born 50 days after his resurrection. Everything he did for three and a half years had one focus and it was culminated on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost was poured out. As his time on earth was drawing to a close, he spoke more and more about the events leading up to his death and also of the important things that would happen after his death, burial, and resurrection. During the final days of his earthly ministry, when Jesus was preparing his disciples for their place in his plan, in his church, he gave his followers this promise, John 14, 12, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall ye do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. And whatsoever 
He shall ask in my name. That will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. The name of Jesus is the key to your deliverance. The name of Jesus is the key to your healing. The name of Jesus is the key to your infilling. The name of Jesus is the key that unlocks every door that you need to enter tonight. What a promise. Jesus wanted his followers throughout the centuries after his resurrection to know that he was not leaving them powerless or helpless when he ascended back to heaven. Instead, he was making a way whereby they could operate in his place and carry out the work that he had begun. And all of this is available to us in the 21st century by the agency of the power of the Holy Ghost working in us. We've already read his very last words to his disciples just before he ascended. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea, Samaria, eastern Ohio, southeastern Ohio, Muskingum County and under the uttermost part of the earth. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of the living God, the creator and the sustainer of all things. When a man is or a woman is filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, they are filled with the spirit of the living God. God promised through the prophet Joel In the last days, he will pour out of his spirit on all flesh. People all over the world from all languages, all cultures, all races and nationalities are receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Last night in one of the the suburbs of Sao Paulo, Brazil, An AYC group was in service and God poured out his spirit. 15 people received the baptism of the Holy Ghost in a service being ministered to by young people. This morning, early morning, Brother Nate Halsman was preaching in Berlin, Germany. And a couple who spoke Farsi, they are Iranian couple, they're living in Turkey and they were visiting in Berlin and they made their way into our United Pentecostal Church in Berlin, Germany this morning. Brother Hulsman called Jimmy. He said, do you have somebody in your church who speaks Farsi? And Jimmy said, yes, in fact, I do. He said, could I get him on the phone or get them on the phone? Jimmy said, just a minute. And in a little bit, Brother Farhad got on the phone with Brother Hulsman and he translated what Brother Hulsman was saying to the couple. And over the phone, that couple, that man received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There is no wall that cannot be penetrated by the power of God. There's no door that can be locked against him. If you want the Holy Ghost, nothing can stop you from receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost right here tonight.
rich people, poor people, educated people, uneducated people are all receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. People from every all religious backgrounds are being filled with the Holy Ghost. Last, I think it was September, I was invited to preach the final service of a convocation at a large Baptist church in Columbus. They had brought representatives from six countries, people who spoke French, Spanish, Portuguese, and English. And they were listening on headsets as I preached. And um, the pastor told me, you know, uh, first of all, when I went, I thought I was going to a charismatic church. And I got there, I had taken Brother Robinette with me, and we got there, sat down in the, in the pastor's office. We found out they were American Baptist. And we had about 30 seconds that, that to just, just the two of us, he said, what are you gonna do? I said, I'm gonna preach as if they already know what I'm talking about. If there was any question, I was in the right place at the right time in the will of God. As the pastor introduced me, he looked at me, he said, come and preach and don't hold anything back. For the next 20 minutes, I preached about the power of the Holy Ghost and when that service was over, about 120. That sounds downright apostolic. Begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Holy Ghost is for everybody. It doesn't make any difference what your religious background is. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The first one I laid hands on was the pastor's mother who had traveled from Atlanta, Georgia to be there for her son's big convocation. And I laid my hands on that precious lady. She threw her hands in the air, began to speak with tongues and fell back over the chair beside her speaking in other tongues. I want you to know it's not just for us, it's for you. The Holy Ghost is for everybody. If there's anyone here tonight who has not yet been filled with the Holy Ghost, you can have it before you leave this place this evening. Not only can you have it, you should have it. Believe me, you want to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You might not understand it, but you want it. Trust me, you need the Holy Ghost and you want to receive the Holy Ghost. I have seen hundreds of thousands of people receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. 117,000 in one service in Ethiopia a few years ago. I've prayed a number of people through to the Holy Ghost one-on-one. And I will just assure you, I have never 
seen anyone receive the Holy Ghost who came back to me later and say, sure wish that wouldn't have happened. The Holy Ghost is for you. The Holy Ghost will lead you. The Holy Ghost will guide you. The Holy Ghost will protect you. The Holy Ghost will direct you. The Holy Ghost will strengthen you. The Holy Ghost will encourage you. The Holy Ghost will empower you. The Holy Ghost will save you. You need the Holy Ghost. Jesus told Nicodemus, a Jewish elder, except a man be born again of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. When you are baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, you are ready to go to heaven. A few weeks ago, Jason Razor, pastor of our daughter work in Marysville and a former resident of South Zanesville, was called to the home of a young man, 21 years old, who had had been diagnosed with cancer when he was 16. The man had been given only a few days to live. And Jason and Jamie walked into his bedroom in his house because they had been teaching him a Bible study before he got so, so, so very, very bad. And then he wasn't able, he wasn't strong enough. And so his mother called and said, he's only got about three days to live and he wants you to come. He wants to receive the Holy Ghost. Jason called me. He said, what do I do? I said, you go in there. And just remember, he doesn't have to exert himself. The Holy Ghost will speak through him. The young man was so weak, he could not lift his hands. He could not speak above a whisper. Jason talked to him, led him through repentance, began to pray with him. He called me back. He said it wasn't five minutes before his voice became strong and he began speaking with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. I want you to know, no matter what you condition, physical, spiritual, mental, no matter where you've come from, you can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost tonight and you need the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost gives you power. In fact, the Holy Ghost is the greatest power known to man. The Holy Ghost is the greatest miracle of the age. Greatest miracle is not healing, although that is for us and it is a great miracle. Greatest miracle is not the performance of some mighty act, not blessing, The greatest miracle you will ever receive is when God, who created the universe, visits your life and fills you full of his precious Holy Spirit. Your body becomes the temple of the living God. God lives in you. Everywhere you go, God goes with you. Everything you face, God is with you. Every problem you have, the problem solver is there. Every test and trial, the way maker is there. Every battle that you fight, the great victor of all times is there by your side. He fights with you when you have the Holy Ghost. And 
Paul wrote to the Corinthian church and said, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, God moves inside of you and you become the house of God. A Holy Ghost filled person is never alone. You will never face an enemy alone. You'll never walk through a dark place alone. You'll never go through a battle alone. You'll never face sickness alone. And David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God promised I will never leave you nor forsake you. The Holy Ghost makes you powerful. Through the Holy Ghost, you have power over the devil. In Mark's gospel 16, 17, he said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. A Holy Ghost filled saint of God is the devil's worst nightmare. They shall cast out devils. Mark tells us in the same verse, they shall speak with new tongues. The Holy Ghost is from God and the Holy Ghost will give you utterance as you speak a heavenly language. Through the Holy Ghost, we have power over sickness. Mark said in the 18th verse, believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Miraculous power accompanies the infilling of the Holy Ghost. And if you haven't received the Holy Ghost, you can have it tonight. You need it tonight. Don't leave here without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I have great faith that God is going to fill every person in this room with his spirit before we leave here tonight. Anybody here ready for an outpouring? Anybody here ready for an outpouring? Hallelujah, that's about half of you. What about the rest of you? Is anybody here ready for an outpouring of the Holy Ghost? I've been privileged, you may be seated, I've been privileged to see God perform every miracle that was recorded in the book of Acts. Seen blind eyes open, deaf ears unstopped, crippled limbs made whole, cancers healed, the dead raised to life, not once but twice. But the greatest miracle I've ever seen is when a person is filled with God's Holy Spirit. I have a real estate agent friend in Columbus. 
his parents were both licensed ministers with the Church of God of Cleveland, Tennessee. And so when I talk about the Holy Ghost, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. And when he knows that I've come back from overseas, he'll call me. He'll say, all right, what happened? He is not interested in what they fed me to eat. He's not interested in what sights I saw or how long it took me to get there. What he wants to know is uh, when you got there, what did God do? What did you see God perform? A few weeks ago, Russ and I were in Pakistan and God filled more than 200 people with the baptism of the Holy Ghost in one week's time. Because people everywhere are receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Not only are denominal Christians receiving the Holy Ghost, Hindus are receiving the Holy Ghost. Muslims are receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Agnostics are receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Everybody, everywhere is being filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And tonight is your night. And right now, would you all stand? Right now, you are going to make a very important decision. If you have not been filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking with other tongues, and that's, that's how the Holy Ghost comes. Right now, you're going to make a very important decision to allow God to take up residence inside you. And that decision that you make in the next few minutes will determine your eternal destiny. I've enjoyed everything about this service tonight. I like the, the, the worship. Brother Gators, I don't see you right now, but you did a great job. I enjoyed the choir. I really liked that organ playing before the, during the offering. Let's thank God for good mu music. Good musicians. But you see, God knows you're here. And he's going to take note of the decision you make in just a few moments. The decision to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And so before anybody moves, we're all going to repent together because you have to get the sin addressed in your life and get the sin cleaned out before holy God can move in and take up residence within you. You look around and see all of us tonight and... Uh, we look remarkably clean, wholesome, sanctified.
But if you really knew our stories, I'm just telling you, I wouldn't have wanted to come to, to church with this crew before Jesus found them. Brother Cody, you said it right. There's X everything in here. There's the potential for real violence in here, except that Jesus came into my heart and he changed my direction. And it all starts when you repent. So I'm, I'm asking everyone from the from the platform all the way to the back door to ask God to forgive you of every sin you've ever committed the preachers are all going to repent the musicians are going to repent the ushers are going to repent and everybody in between is going to repent and we're going to lift our hands and we're going to lift our voices and while we are repenting uh, if you are unfamiliar with this way of worship, if you're unfamiliar with this, uh, with this kind of a service, you are perfectly safe. We're going to make enough noise that nobody's going to hear you except Jesus, and he's the only one who needs to hear. So, church, uh, let's repent together, everyone. Lord Jesus, forgive us now. Forgive me of every sin that I've ever committed, everything I've ever done to displease or offend your holiness. Forgive me for every thought, for every word, for every action that has been displeasing to you or violated the principles of your word. I'm sorry, Lord, and I ask you that you will forgive me, cleanse me. I repent before you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord. There are some things I did in ignorance, and there are some things I did with full knowledge of, uh, of my actions. And I'm asking you to forgive me for everything that I've ever done or that was offensive to you or your word. Now, Jesus, I freely acknowledge my sin and I lay it all out before you. And I'm falling on your mercy. I'm falling on your grace. I'm asking you, Lord, that you will forgive me now. Cleanse me, oh Lord. Cleanse me in Jesus' name. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. just thank the Lord for hearing us. Let's thank him for his mercy. His mercies are new and fresh every morning. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Give thanks to the Lord for his goodness. Give thanks to the Lord for his mercy. Everyone lift your voice in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He hears your prayer. That's it, that's it. Let that out. Let that out. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. 
precious Holy Spirit. Now, if you look at somebody, at the people be on either side of you and ask them, have you ever received the baptism of the Holy Ghost speaking with tongues? If they hesitate in their answer, why don't you invite them to come with you to the front of this building right now? This is your opportunity. Don't kneel, but stand, please. This is your opportunity. Yes, sir, I've been watching you during this service tonight, and tonight's your night. for everyone to look at me. I cannot give you the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But if you'll pay very close attention to what I say, I'm going to tell you how to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If you're standing right up close like these folks here, if you just back up just a little bit. I'd like for the uh, elders of the church, the pastors, the altar workers, Brother Bounds, you can Our prayer team, our altar team, our prayer ministry team, we want you to come. Elders, pastors, your spouses to come and line up in the front. Amen. If you could come right along the edge of the altar. Amen. Come and face this direction, our prayer team. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. These folks that just came up here are going to help you, when you those of you who have come to receive the Holy Ghost. They are skilled and they are they understand what you need to do. Just this morning I helped a lady at Calvary receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost just by giving her a few simple instructions as she was praying. So when they speak to you, unless they ask you to stop praying, you just listen to what they say and keep on praying and follow the directions that they give you, okay? They're going to help you. The most important thing for you to have tonight is faith. I am filled with faith that every person who has come 
here to the front tonight desiring to receive the Holy Ghost is going to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and you will speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gives utterance. I believe that. Folks who are praying with you believe that you are going to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You must desire the Holy Ghost more than anything else in the world. And then you need to worship the Lord with all of your heart. The very highest form of worship that you can give is to say hallelujah. Not hallelujah, but hallelujah. Say it with faith and expectation. Let's try it one time. Everyone together. Hallelujah. That's it. Good. You got it. You got it. I want you to focus your attention right on the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't think about me and don't think about the people around you. This is a private audience between you and the God of the universe. And since you will be speaking with other tongues as the Spirit gives you the utterance, it is important for you to lift your voice. Now everybody is not as loud as I am, but I will promise you that if somebody were to step on your toe very hard, you would respond. Nobody's going to step on your toe intentionally tonight. But I want you to worship the Lord with a loud voice, with all of your heart. It's important for you to lift your head because you repented of your sins and Jesus forgave you of your sins and so there's no more shame. There's no reason to hold your head down but now you can lift your head because he has forgiven you of your sin. If you'll notice, we lift our hands when we pray. We lift our hands as a sign of surrender to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We're about to invite him to be take lordship in our lives. And so we lift our hands to him. In just a moment, I will speak the word of faith. And when I have finished, I will say hallelujah. And when I say hallelujah, I want you to begin to say hallelujah with a loud voice. And don't stop until you begin to to speak in in another tongue. Now, if you've never spoken with tongues before, that might feel a little bit different. Maybe you'll feel your, your, your tongue start to say words that you didn't know how to say before don't worry about what it sounds like just let that happen what that means is there's a river beginning to flow out of the inside of you it's the same river that Jesus spoke of when he said he that believeth on me as the scripture has said out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water maybe you'll hear words in your mind that sound strange to you go ahead and say them don't worry about what it sounds like 
at some point you're going to transfer from English to another tongue and we don't really we're not really concerned about how it sounds the important thing is that you are allowing almighty God to take control of your tongue and use it to give glory to him would you lift your hands lift your heads close your eyes focus your attention right on the Lord Jesus Christ by the authority of the word of God by the power of the name Jesus I command you